Hey, Happy New Year from CairoCast and Dr. Drew Rubin. I'm excited to bring you in 2019 another bunch of philosophy, and we have some new ideas and new concepts uh, and some new sponsors coming up. Uh, currently, there are sponsors at Cairo right now you know and prefer Chiropractic Doctor, but we have some new exciting things uh, coming our way. Uh, this particular podcast is about Think and Grow Rich, one of my favorite all-time books, um, I think it, it really is such an important book for all chiropractors to read. And now, here's the podcast. I talked to you about uh, the first two chapters of Think and Grow Rich um, a few weeks ago, and now I want to bring you some more chapters. Uh, and one of, my, uh, one of the most important chapters, I think, uh, to talk about are the next two chapters, actually. Um, and the two, next two chapters are about what uh, Napoleon Hill calls faith and autosuggestion. And autosuggestion is another term for, like, um, affirmations like making affirmations and stuff. So <clears throat> when we look at faith, I love this, these couple of sentences that he has, uh, says down in here. Um, uh, faith is the eternal elixir which gives life, power, and action to the impulse of thought. Faith is the starting point of the accumulation of all riches. Faith is the basis of all miracles and the all mysteries which cannot be analyzed by the rules of science. Faith is the only known antidote for failure. Faith is the element, the chemical which, when mixed with prayer, gives one direct communication with infinite intelligence. Faith is the element which transforms the ordinary vibration of thought created by the finite mind of man into the spiritual equivalent. Faith is the only agency through which the cosmic force of infinite intelligence can be harnessed and used by man. So I think that is so valuable to think about this. Like, like how, how, does, how has anything ever been created? It's all by faith, right? Right, you first have to think it before it actually comes true, right? So it's if we don't have faith in something, then it's not going to come true, right? If we if we go into something saying I'm going to fail this test, then you're probably going to fail the test, right? If you go into something saying this is just not going to work out, it's probably going to not work out, right? So it really that that kind of faith that you have, like, do do you have faith that you're going to have a successful practice? Do you have faith? that you are going to make a difference in your communities? Do you, have a, do you have faith that you can pay back your student loans? If you feel like, I, I don't have any faith in those things, then how are you gonna accomplish those things, right? So I, I, somebody was telling me uh, yesterday, <clears throat> a student came into my practice and was, uh, was talking about this, um, and uh, you know, she said, she said I, I'm like three quarters of the way through, and how am I ever gonna do what I want to do when I have this big thing on top of me, right? These student loans, and how am I ever gonna get past all these things? And I said, well, that's not the right way to think. If you're thinking that way, now, when you graduate, that's all you're gonna be thinking about. And you need to have faith in yourself, and faith in what you're doing, and faith in chiropractic, that, what you, that you're here for a reason. You're not here to accumulate student loans. You're here to, you know, and you're not even here to pay them back. That's not your point. Right? Your point is, is, to, is to help mankind in whatever way that you want to, to help them. That's you know, what, what you need to do. And she's like, well, I get really uh, afraid when I, I take a you know, lab test. And a lot of you guys get, um, have, are really nervous when you guys are taking different kind of lab tests. And I said, well, what do you do to prepare for the lab test? <clears throat> and she said, what do you mean? What do I do? And I said, well, do you do something besides study? You know, studying is important, but do you do anything else besides studying? And she said, no. I said, why are you doing any breathing exercises? You know, are you doing any meditation? Are you doing any visualization? Are you writing like notes, you know, on your mirror saying, I passed this particular exam? And she said, no. I said, well, that, that's how you're going to pass these things. 
right? The way to get like, you know, I have a couple of my interns who are taking boards uh, soon. I told them all like, you have to write down, I have passed part four national boards on November blank, whatever it is, right? Not I will pass or I might pass or I should pass or hope to pass, right? And this co combines the next step, which is auto-suggestion or affirmations. So you're combining both of those. You say, I will pass. I have passed. I passed this. There's no doubt. It's not like I may or may not. I have passed this exam by this date. I have grad you want to graduate at a certain time? I have graduated by this particular time. You know, you want to, to be in practice by a certain time? I have bought a practice or I am in a practice in such and such a state on such and such a street by such and such a time. And you got to write that down and look at that and look at that and look at that, right? And that's how you, you, you want to sink this into your mind, right? If you, don't, if you don't have faith that it's going to work and don't do something to, to sink it into your mind, how do you expect it to, how do you expect it to actually happen, right? If, if we're not planning on it and looking at it and making goals on it and affirming it, then what, whatever you're thinking about is just this kind of wish or this hope or whatever. But how do you make it tangible? That's what the thing that Think and Grow Rich really does is it helps make things totally tangible. You know, like, like this cell phone that I'm holding right now. Like this was someone's thought at one point in time. Steve Jobs, you know, who before he passed away was the, the founder and creator of Apples with, with, with Wozniak, you know, Steve Wozniak. The two of them came up with all these amazing ideas. Think about what cell phones were when you first had them. Were they like this? What was a cell phone like back when you first had a cell phone? It was a flip phone, right? Right? It was a flip phone. And, you know, or even before that, it was these big clunky things. Like I remember the first cell phone I had was, was they called it a phone in a bag. Remember those? Did you ever see those before? My, my wife, um, when we were in New Jersey, my wife was doing her internship, her psychology internship for a PhD. She was doing it up in Newton Memorial Hospital, which was about two hours away from where we live. And I made her get one of these phone in a bag things that worked occasionally uh, if she was in the right spot, you know, holding the bag up in a right way, you know, kind of thing. But, and thankfully, it did work a couple of times when we really needed it uh, to work. But it, we didn't use cell phones back then the way we use them now, right? Cell phones back then were for what? Emergencies. Yeah, emergencies. They were for making phone calls on emergencies. Now, like, people can't separate yourself. Like, people are walking around, like, 20. Have you seen the new update on, on the iPhones? It actually tells you how, much, how, much, how many times you picked it up, how many times you turned it on and off. It actually is quite scary if you think about like, how, many yeah, how many things you've downloaded. It, 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 it tracks your, your usage. Um, so it's, you might want to look at that because if, if you're using your phone hours and hours and hours a day, you're probably wasting a lot of time, right? And, but, but anyway, but think about, about like this used to be a dream. Like when, when Steve Jobs was creating his vision of Apple, and he was, he was first creating the Macs and all that kind of stuff, and he was thinking of these, of, of having easier interfaces, this was first a dream, and he just had to have faith in it. Now, the difference between him and other people who may have had similar ideas is he just had a lot more faith, right? He had so much faith, he, he was convinced. Even though Apple kicked him out, if you remember his story, Apple kicked him out originally and then brought him back later on but this guy had unbelievable faith and he kept on going and going and going even with the terminal illness that he had the guy still kept on having dreams of iPhones and iPads and who knows what the next gizmo gadget Apple is going to come up you know with with even though Steve Jobs is gone and unfortunately his creativity is gone but there's still I'm sure there's this is not the last straw right there's I'm sure there's more things you know coming uh, and that's what's amazing that all this came from 
from someone having total faith in his convictions, right? I, he believed that this, you know, like if you ever hear him speak, he said, I believed that this was going to change how people interact in the world. And he was 100% right. I don't think he realized how right he was. You know, I don't think he realized how far reaching this was going to go. I, I, I don't think he, he saw the, the jump that he was making from a flip phone. Where, do you remember how you used to, when you used to have the text? Right? How, texting was like this. Like, if I wanted to say hello, it was like H and then E E L L L. Right? Oh, 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 right? <laughs> so nobody would text anything because it used to take like 20 minutes just to say one sentence. Right? And now it's just so, so I mean, you can just talk it. Hey, Siri, you know, text my wife. Tell her I'm coming home now, right? And I don't have to even type the damn thing anymore. It's just, it's just incredible. But it all came from faith, and it all came from auto-suggestion, which is the, the fourth chapter in this. And what, what they used to do is they used to, like, create prototypes, and then they, they, they would say, like, this is what I want it to look like. I know it's not invented yet. Make it, right? I know that this, you haven't come up with this. I want it to look something like this. Now, now make my dream into a reality. And that's what I'm asking you guys to do, too, is make your dreams into reality. You have the possibility of saying, okay, I don't know what it is that you guys want out of your chiropractic careers, but you can create anything you want. It's just a matter of putting it into action, having faith that you can do it, and then writing it down, like we talked about last time, you know, having this, this burning desire, writing it down, reading it every single day, and then putting up affirmations all over the place to say, to, to reaffirm what it is that you want, right? And anytime something big is occurring in your life, if you don't have affirmations with post-it notes sticking on your window, then you're not doing it right. Do you know how post-it notes came about, by the way? Okay, so here's how post-it notes came about. Uh, the people at 3M were wanting to make the strongest glue in the world. They wanted to make glue that would never unglue. And one day, the guys were, these people were experimenting, and uh, he was getting very frustrated, and one of the things dropped, uh, one of his little vials dropped, and it went on some papers like, oh God. And he went out to take a break. He's like, I can't believe this. I, I, I keep on making the worst glue instead of the best glue. And then when he came back, he realized that the paper that it was stuck on, like he could, he could glue it like this and he can, it would stick on other things. And then he went to his boss. He said, I might be onto something, right? I think this is, this is kind of good. Like, look at this. I can actually take this piece of paper and stick it over here and I can pull it up and I can stick it over here and I can hang it on the wall. Right? I could put it on the computer, and I was like, holy cow, this is something. It came out by accident, right? But, but then they started, now what do they have to do? They have to put it together and now create a marketing plan and all this other stuff. But these are how things occur, right? You have faith, like, and what's amazing, if you have the faith that you're going to do something, you may not exactly produce what you think you say you're going to produce, so, but you're going to produce something amazing if you have faith that, you're gonna, that you can do it, that you can accomplish it. So the, did he, is he mad? Is this guy like, really mad. I didn't make the strongest glue. Is he like beating himself up? Oh my God, I failed. I didn't make the strongest glue. No, the guy is like probably a multi-quadrillionaire because post-it notes are like the biggest thing ever, right? <clears throat> so if you think about it, just because whatever it is that your desire is doesn't exactly come out to fruition in the exact way that you want it, doesn't mean that it's going to be wrong or bad. It just might be a different permutation of what you thought. Like I never dreamed in a million zillion years that I'd be teaching at Life University until I was like 65. That was my thought. My thought, I graduated from institution in 89, and I said, someday I want to come back to life, probably when I retire, and then I'll come here and I'll teach. But guess what happened in year 2000? I got a phone call, right? I got a phone call saying, you want to teach pediatrics at life? And I'm like, uh, uh, you're like, I was 30 at the time. I was like, you're like 35 years early. 
Um, but I, I didn't know what to do. And so I went home, of course, talked to my wife. And we said, hey, you know, when the opportunity knocks, what are you going to do? Yeah, and now, is it coming out the way I want it? Because if you look at my goal list and the affirmations, that this was not how I planned it. This was not the expectation. But we said, well, we're just going to change, we're going to course correct. Right? We're going to say, all right, this isn't exactly how I want it to be, but let's try it this way and see what happens. Right? So we sold the practice up in New Jersey, came down here, and it's been like better than ever. Like what we've accomplished here is way more than I ever expected to accomplish in, in so many different things. So even though we affirmed you know, this is what's going to happen when I'm 65, it happened way earlier because apparently the universe was ready and so was I. Right? So th that's what I'm asking you guys to do is like have the faith in whatever you're going to do and start writing it down that your burning desire like in chapter you know, 2 and the big things, the, the, most, the most pressing things that are coming up for you, which is maybe OSCEs or boards or whatever it is, write yourself some notes and put them on your mirrors and put them in your car and put them on your phone and put them on your screensavers. You know, I have passed part four, you know, or whatever part you have to pass. I have passed part blank, you know, at such and such a time. Uh, I'm graduating. You, you want to make sure you graduate at a certain time? Write it down, right? Because the more likely, more, much more likely that something's going to happen if you write it down and to see it over and over and over again than if you don't. 